0: Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome to Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and this is my brand new show. So welcome and thank you for tuning in. You know, this this project of mine is something I've been excited about for a couple of weeks. And it's something that I thought about while I was sitting in my room and I was reminiscing, excuse me, reminiscing one night about... uh, Back in the day, I used to sit down at the lunch table with the fellas, and we used to get into real funny conversations and silly arguments about hip-hop and shit. And we talked about, like, sports. I wasn't even a sports guy, but I was just a real good bullshitter. And uh, it was just good times. And, you know, I initially thought about this, and I was like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if it was, like, free period style? And I did this shit with a couple of guys, and we talked the way we talked at the lunch table— During free period. And then I was just like, no, you know, it's not going to work. Also not to mention there are things called free period. Um, So that was out of the question. (laughs) But um, it's really funny. I'm thinking about this project and I was just like, yo, I have never done a show before where it was just me. So when I first came up with the idea, I was like, yo, why don't I just get another friend to sit down and do this shit with me? And then I was like, wait a minute, How come I don't just try to actually produce a thing on my own? How come I don't have the balls to just sit down and go, why don't I make it so that I'm responsible for this whole fucking thing? So if it sucks, it's 100% my fault. And I think that's the reason why people don't do shit sometimes because they're just like, yo, if it sucks, then the only person I can point the finger at is me. And I just decided, fuck it, I'm, I'm ready to accept that kind of responsibility at this point in my life. Because that's where I'm at. Uh, good things that happened this year. I recently got married to the woman of my dreams. That was awesome. And then right after that happened, um, a virus came out called the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, and then the government said, everybody stay in your fucking house. And then, after that happened, a bunch of racially charged hate crimes kind of just... Not that they haven't been happening before, but they just really just fucking, like, were just heavily going on at a really weird time where you would think that we would be all trying to band together and help each other but like it's just one of those enough is enough as a person of color it's just a real bummer I've been real sad a lot of my friends have been real sad it's like hitting us real hard and you get to see a lot of true colors of a lot of fucking people who are are not really understanding the movement and how things have been unbalanced for such a long time and I feel like you know we're just sick of not being treated right and um i am f- happy that things are finally being talked about that are being talked about now so that's pretty dope but yeah i mean 2020 has been a really interesting year apparently there were murder hornets i don't know what happened to them you know when i started thinking about murder hornets i was like all right i thought my dad was kidding like my dad sent me a text he Was like did you hear about these fucking murder hornets he sent me this jumanji meme that everybody probably has seen and I thought it was a joke and you got these you got these big gigantic bumblebees that are like probably the size of an iPhone 8 <laughs> you know and 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 they got these they look like Pokemon apparently based on what I googled and they they uh, if they sting you like five times you might die but apparently they left also they were in the Pacific Northwest which i'm pretty far away from there being in new york city uh haven't heard anything about them in a while so everybody just wear a face mask and i guess a shield and put some double-sided fly tape all over your body so you don't have to worry about running into a murder hornet if you live in the pacific northwest um but yes i did get married this year that was a lot of fun um and we just so happen to do it just in time uh, I'm a personal trainer and i I train a lot of clients a couple of my clients had intentions on getting married as well and it just it just wasn't in the cards for them in terms of like quarantine and places being shut down and just uh so it's been an interesting year that's for sure like I feel like every year people tend to Complain about the year, and then once it starts hitting like around Christmas and the holidays, everybody's like, "This has been the worst year of my life." But this year has been—I'm not going to say the worst year of my life because there has been some good things that have happened. But it's definitely been the most interesting. I tell you that. It's been. It's it's been like if you told me that life was going to be like this around this time last year, I'd be like, "You're an idiot!" Like I would look at you like you were dumb. And, you, you know, but shit's fucking crazy. But, you know, nothing's impossible, really. Nothing is impossible. That's why I think now is a good time. If you can, like, find silver linings, yo, find those fucking things. Because, yo, mentally, people are struggling. People are terrified. People are sad, you know. And to be able to kind of dig deep and lean on your family and friends, like this is a time more than ever to be connecting with that shit. You know, be creative too. you know, send some chain mail. <laughs> I remember for the longest time I didn't know what chain mail was, but um, you ever get those emails or those texts where it's like, if you don't send this to 10 people, then fucking your grandmother's going to get elephant ears and her feet are going to turn into chicken legs or something. And then, and you're never going to have any money for the rest of your life. That was always weird. I never would send those out of curiosity just to see if this shit was real. Like on some witchcraft shit, right? You never know. I mean, you could believe in anything. You can convince yourself. Like your mind will go anywhere and you can convince yourself that anything will happen. A couple weeks ago, me and my wife sat down and watched... All the Conjuring movies with that fucking couple that goes to people's houses and pulls the demon out of your body. And then they take the thing that the demon was using to terrorize the family. And then they put it in a room in their house where a priest comes fucking like three times a month and blesses the whole room. So that way all the crazy shit doesn't happen in their house. But anyway, the Conjuring has like. Annabelle, the, the doll that fucking causes hell in your house, and uh, The Conjuring, and The Conjuring 2, and The Nun, and all those movies. And I had no idea until, up until this point in my life that those movies are all connected. Like fucking like The Avengers, and Captain America, and uh, Infinity War, and all that shit, like in Thor and Iron Man, all that. Like, those movies are connected the same way. except in a horror series, which I had never seen, and it's just like, I'm either all the way in, or I'm all the way out, so if if I start watching some shit, I don't give a fuck what it is, it could be 90 Day Fiance, if I watch one episode, I will sit there and trash every fucking body on that show the entire time I'm watching it, but once that episode ends, I'm absolutely a hundred hundred percent watching the next episode there's no fi- I need now I need to know so if you watch the conjuring there's like there's like a, like six or seven movies and if you're like me you're gonna watch them all and then you're gonna get desensitized to the point where you're gonna watch somebody be strapped to a chair possessed by Satan and it doesn't even matter to you what is gonna matter to you? is how other people are reacting to it. I got so upset watching one of these fucking movies that there was this big fat dude who was trying to break into a door with an axe by hitting the middle of the door where everybody knows... You could get a fucking kid would run up and handle this situation better. Everybody knows that if you're going to break into a door with an axe, you go for the doorknob always. This guy is hitting the middle of the door. It's a fucking door from outside on the street to the inside of the house. Why would you think you can do that like fucking uh, my boy Jack Nicholson in The Shining? He did that, but he was also out of his fucking mind at the time. Um, But yeah, so when you watch enough of those movies, you will definitely have nightmares about them. And eventually you have to uh, watch some shit like... Some, you got to get hop on that Disney+. Plus. And then you can watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame and revisit it. And realize how amazing the first Hunchback of Notre Dame was. And how fucking evil the bad guy was. And weirdly rapey. And then you go and attempt to watch the second Hunchback of Notre Dame. And you realize how fucking garbage it is. And how they shouldn't have made it. And that's how I also feel about Mulan 2. I don't understand what's up with Disney... Feeling like they need to make a sequel. It's like... Yo, you know you guys nailed it the first time? Like, you guys... Re- like, Mulan 1 is so fucking dope. And then you made a sequel... Where Eddie Murphy... The dragon... was named Mushu... Was... Evil? And Mulan and... Fucking whatever that dude's name is... Were having relationship problems, nobody gives a shit, I think somebody said to them, you know like those cliche quotes like, oh yeah, they never show like happily ever after, they never show what happens after that, that's what a real relationship is, yeah that is what a real relationship is, but nobody wants to fucking see it, nobody gives a shit, right, I want to watch them like debate over household politics, like somebody comes home a little too late, and the other person is upset or somebody hasn't washed the dishes in a while. I don't want to I don't want to see a Disney movie that didn't happen in Mulan, too. But you know what I mean? The reason Hunchback of Notre Dame sucked was because uh, the artwork, like the animation was uh, was really weird. It looked like one of those old, uh, remember them old storybooks, the small ones with the gold down the binding on the side. It looked like it belonged in one of those books. And the first one, I was like, holy shit, when did this come out? 96? Yo, the animation in this movie is fucking amazing for that time. So good. So I was really impressed. And then I was severely let down by um, the animation in The Hunchback of Notre Dame too. But you see what I'm saying? This is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. And this is how this year has been. Where I'm sitting here and I'm talking about watching movies that I watched when I, I like, I saw that movie when I was, like, seven years old in the movie theater. I saw The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You know, back when I was a little boy, living at home, learning how to share. Learning how to share my shit. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't really good at sharing. I don't know why. It's one of those things where, like, it created severe anxiety for me to think of someone mishandling my property <laughs> as a child. And I, I didn't really, I was never able to put my finger on it. And I know my little sister was always able to, she always shared all her shit with me. And I just was like, yeah, I'll fuck with your shit, but you can't fuck with mine. And it's a thing that I had to teach myself as I became an adult to learn how to share and then you get too good at sharing and you start getting money in your pocket and you start sp- spending money on shit for other people that you shouldn't even be doing. Like, I didn't pay for my, all my bills yet, but here, let me go pay for a tattoo for a friend. I've really done that before, <laughs> you know? It's kind of dumb shit you do when you're when you're trying to figure out how to manage money properly because there's no class on that, although there should be. You should teach. you. I, I saw this. Uh, we were watching TV the other night. It was a commercial about... Uh, a a debit card where you give to your child obviously if he's like he or she is at an age where they can be responsible you give this card to your child and whenever you want you can just use an app on your phone and send them money so like your kid sends you a message like hey dad can i have 25 bucks we're going to the movies. Movies, movies keep coming up. We're going to the movie. Do people still go to the movies? We're going to the movies, and I want to buy some snacks. Uh, the girl I have a crush on is here. Please don't let me look like a fucking scrub. So you're like, all right, I gotta fucking help this kid out. So you send him like, you send him like thirty bones real quick. And you can do that with this app. And the kid has a credit card. So he pulls out his card or debit card. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a de- I think it's more of a debit card situation. Pulls out his debit card. Pays for the shit. Looks like a fucking baller in front of the girl. She's his girlfriend now for at least two weeks. Because that's how it works in high school. And then that's it. And he looked real cool for a little while. You know? And you And you get to be a hero. For your child. Which is really what I think we should all be striving for. I eventually want to look like a hero. I want to burst in the door. My kids be fucking stoked when I come home. Like, hey, what's going on? Daddy's home. Woo. That's what I want. I want to be that dude. You know, I don't give a fuck what I was doing. I, you know, I could I could be fucking cleaning toilets all day. I come home, my kids, I want my kids to think I'm a hero. I don't give a shit. You know, that's one of my uh, goals in life. But yeah, back to being selfish. Yeah, I was a selfish kid. I was a selfish kid, and it especially drove me nuts. These are things that you get older and you start having to (laughs) actually deal with. Like, you have to deal with your shit. You have to do the work on yourself as an adult to become a better human being. Uh, uh, My mom would bring me, like, she'd have friends. And I hated this shit personally, but, like, your mom brings you to her friend's house and they have a kid that's around your age and now you're in this weird forced friendship with someone or their their kid comes to your house and starts being all up in your shit and you're like man this is really throwing my routine off but all right like I'm not going to be a total dickhead about this also if you have like siblings you can kind of pawn that kid off <laughs> on your siblings if you really want to be play dirty you know but uh yeah that drove me nuts i remember this one kid though he lived in the building next to our building, and his his name was Justin. That's easy, right? There's a lot of kids named Justin. I'm not going to give away his full name, but I thought Justin was cool as shit. He was a little older than me. I looked up to him. I thought he was super cool. He was a very funny kid, and uh, but his mom was really strict. She was like, no fucking, no nonsense, and she kept a beautiful, pristine home. Like her apartment was like immaculate. Like she was the kind of person that could have white furniture. And if you walked in there and you had on those fucking indigo blue jeans that would bleed, then you got to stand the fuck up or you got to put a towel down or some shit like somebody's trying to fuck you on your period. <laughs> no, but sorry. But uh, yeah, you she had all this nice shit. And I remember uh, my mom would babysit this kid. So I would go over sometimes. He had like all the, he had a bunch of cool toys and shit. So it was dope for me. It was a win win for me. And um, one time we had like fruit punch. It was probably like high C, Kool Aid or some shit. I don't fucking know. But we had the, uh, we had these red drinks. And he spilled his drink on these. I mean, they appeared to be brand new white curtains. They probably they could have not been, but they were white curtains. Spilled this drink on these white curtains. And the look of horror on this kid's face was just like, I felt that shit. You know, like I felt like his whole world, like if any of you ever seen Get Out, that face that fucking homeboy is making, that's like the cover of the film, like that was what his face was like. And um, he moved the couch in front of the curtain. But it wasn't like the couch was like that close to the window. So like he moved it like it was noticeable. The first thing she noticed, his mom, when she walked into the house was that the couch was moved. She fucking moved the couch, saw the stain And it was one of those times where you're at a friend's house and their mom starts, quote unquote, disciplining them while you're there. And it's time to go home now because that's one of the most awkward situations. That's the kid version of an awkward situation. The adult version of an awkward situation is when you go somewhere with another couple and they start having a fucking fight, and personally attacking each other in front of you, and you look at your partner, and you're like, like, we can't even talk, like, it's, it's awkward, it's like, how are we gonna get out of here, you start texting each other and shit, like, what the fuck, like, this shit got real personal, out of nowhere, because we were talking about flying kites one day, and then she said something about his father, and boom, it was a wrap, yeah, so that's another one, (laughs) But yeah, I I eventually learned how to share. And I eventually felt good to share. I started kinda I think I started to equate it to uh gift giving almost. Or and, and being less concerned with this material item and more concerned with my relationship with the person with whom I'm sharing with. But yo, that shit is weird at first. Especially I was a firstborn child, you know? Like all my shit was my own shit for a little while before. somebody else came along that also got to partake in the fun so it's just me right it's me so teaching yourself how to not be selfish i think is uh is a major thing and doing that doing that work on yourself doing that work on yourself it's very important um but it's funny and this this thought keeps popping into my head i'm gonna hit you guys with this one I seriously can't stop thinking about how those Android phones kept just fucking exploding on people's heads to the point where they were not letting them get on airplanes. And um, (laughs) I got to say, like, it just makes me think of like a scenario in which that would be kind of cool if it happened. Like, for example, if I walked into a Starbucks and some asshole and it's in the morning, some asshole having a loud phone conversation In the middle of the goddamn cafe. And all of a sudden, you're staring at them with contempt. The phone explodes on the side of their fucking head. And they look like Harvey Dent from Batman now. And all you could think is, yo, did I do that shit with my mind? And also, fuck that person. But I hope they're okay. But uh, (laughs) this is the kind of shit that I think about. And uh, I'm happy to be able to share it with you. And I got some plenty of stories coming up. You know, next time it can go anywhere and it will. So, thank you all for tuning in, and there's going to be many more. Have a good night.